Hey everyone, Sarah Brown Wessling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. And I'm excited to introduce Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. CCSSO's National Teacher of the Year program provides a platform for exceptional educators to elevate issues that affect teachers and their students, expand their leadership roles, and inform policy and practice. I was named National Teacher of the Year in 2010, and since then, I've been committed to sharing the stories and elevating the voices of the State Teachers of the Year. It is my hope that this podcast will give you insight into the incredible work they do. The 2021-2022 school year has commenced, and many educators have used their experiences over the last two years to reflect on how they can better serve students to ensure their overall success. In these new episodes, the 2021 State Teachers of the Year will share how they used the shift in learning environments as an opportunity to refine their approach to teaching so they can better support students and their varying needs. You can join the conversation on social media by using the hashtag, hashtag NTOY21, or by visiting us online at NTOY.org. That's N-T-O-Y.org. Hi, my name is Jasmine Estes. I am the Senior Communications Specialist at CCSSO, and I am thrilled to have uh, Jennifer Wolf with us. Jennifer, would you please introduce yourself? Um, I am Jennifer Wolf, and I'm the 2021 uh, New York State Teacher of the Year. I teach in Oceanside, New York, high school social studies, and this is my 25th year of teaching. Wow, 25 years. That is incredible. You probably, I can't believe it either. <laughs> you probably have so much knowledge to share um, with everyone. That is really admirable. Thank you for sticking with the profession. Thank um, you. Well, it's, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine doing anything else. This is where my heart is. Love to know. hear that. We love to hear that. Um, <laughs> so Jennifer, the title of our podcast series um, for this season is let go to grow. And we want to hear more about uh, either a practice strategy or concept that you will keep, um, that you decided to keep for the 2021-2022 school year, or a practice strategy or concept you decided to let go of. Um, So if you want to elaborate on either or both of those. Yeah, well, I could probably do both because I've been thinking about that a lot. I I noticed that um, last year, even though it was my 24th year of teaching, I felt like a brand new teacher. I had to redo, you know, everything I did because you couldn't just turn on the camera, you know, and teach. There was a, it's a very different thing to teach in a virtual world as opposed to right in in person. And I had to do um, a hybrid system where I had kids online um, in front of me on the computer. And then I had kids um, in front of me live, right? So, um, what I noticed was I could no longer do things like um, grade them all the time, for example, or assign as much homework as I did, or demand that they uh, turned in things um, on time. I found that in the absence of being with me every day and constantly being reassured by kind of being in our space, that kids kind of lost 
lost their way in a way. They, you know, they um, weren't as motivated. They found it difficult to focus being at home. So I had to adjust what I did in the room and how I assessed their learning to meet you know, though, you know, those conditions, I think the best teachers meet the kids where they are anyway. So last year we were um, in a weird, you know, um, context and I had to meet them where they were. So I, I would say that I gave up actually this year um, assigning as many assignments as I used to assign because I found even last year kids, kids still learned and they still grew. Um, I didn't need to check them um, two or three times a week with a quiz or, um, you know, or some kind of an um, assessment. I found that if I gave them daily feedback, immediate feedback while we were working in class on um, a class assignment or um, a project or a new skill, that worked just as well to keep them growing as them working at home you know, studying for a quiz and then taking a quiz at the end of the week. In fact, they really liked it better. And I am still doing that now. So for example, um, I teach my uh, freshman pre-AP kids how to take notes from a textbook. And I know it's not exciting, but they need to have that skill because they're reading, you know, I'm a college level text. Anyway, so what 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 we've been doing this year is I've been making them do that first note-taking experience in the Cornell method right in front of me. And I've been, wow. I broke down the process. So that way I could give them feedback on how to write a summary of what they read. I gave them feedback on what, what kind of data they put in their notes. I gave them feedback. Each, each lesson was broken down enough. So, so they got, you know, um, immediate feedback. And that seemed to erase the hours of grading I would have done prior to, to, to the pandemic, when I ran through the, um, you know, um, instruction and then assigned it to them and said, okay, so let's just turn it in and see how it goes. And then I'd spent hours reading all these notes for weeks, giving them the feedback that I gave them, uh, you know, one-on-one um, -on -one, verbally and in the moment. And they got, and I, and so far I haven't had to spend as much time, you know, um, grading the work because they already, learned how to do it because I spent all that time with them, you know, and giving them feedback. Right. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. you kept the feedback part, but you just adjusted how uh, you yes. should. Wow. Yeah. I'm happy yeah, so to say I wasn't writing it, you know, I was speaking it to them because I'll tell you what, <laughs> kids don't read what you put on the paper. <laughs> I mean, I, I could spend hours grading and putting all the comments on the paper, but they don't read it. All they look for is the grade, right? For example. And if you have a conversation with them, you kill two birds with one stone, two essential birds really with one stone. You get to know them and you get to um, tell them uh, what they need to do to focus on to get better, right? Yeah. And if there's anything they didn't understand about the feedback, they can actually write then and there. It's like an exchange. Um, that's inspiring to hear. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, so I think you answered both with, I think you answered both of the questions um, in your response. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to share? Anything else that stood out to you? I think uh, the other piece that really, um, I mean, I've always been the kind of teacher who liked to get to know my children, you know, my students. I 
I found them the most, you know, they are the best part of the job really. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but I was more intentional last year because I saw them less. And so I knew I had to spend more time getting to know them um, more quickly. And also uh, in order to get them to share things with me about their year that they wouldn't share if they didn't know me that well. Right. Um, because we just didn't see each other that often. And I think, and I think, I've always um, struggled with trying to find time to balance SEL type activities with with my content. And I realized that it, it doesn't take more time to do SEL, it just takes more attention. So I need to be more attentive to who's in my room. I don't need to spend hours doing an SEL activity. You know, necessarily, I need to pay attention to um, who may, um, who my kids are and what they're doing right then and be able to give them feedback right then. So they know I see them. That's really the biggest battle, you know, well, that's beautiful. You take so much time and you put in a lot of effort to make sure that all their support instructional SEL is tailored um, to their needs. I think that is um, truly inspiring. And there are lots of people I think doing <laughs> the same kind of thing. I just, I just think it's, um, you know, we get so bogged down, especially in New York State, because we have all of these state exams. And I think we get bogged down in that content. And I'm not saying that content's not important. For sure, kids need to know how to do things and they need to know, you know, um, and, and they need to know things. But I, but I think that the pandemic taught me that the, that the focus of the job um, more now than ever has to be the kids and teaching them how to manage their emotions, how to work with other people, how to collaborate, how to be resilient, you know, how to be flexible. Like these are key successful skill, um, skills that make somebody successful. And so is it important that they know about ancient Japan? No, not really. But is it important to create lessons about ancient Japan that help them work with their colleagues and learn how to problem solve and get them to focus um, on speaking and listening? Um, Yeah. So I think you can do both. You know what I mean? And I don't think it has to be um, one or the other. Well, thank you for finding ways to do both. Um, I'm sure you're Students appreciate it. I'm sure your colleagues appreciate it. I'm sure um, your students' families appreciate it. Um, So thanks for all you do. And thank you for putting so much thought into how you could apply um, what you've learned over the last two years um, to this school year. We really appreciate you. And thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. It was really, it's an honor to be with you. Perfect. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you too. And we look forward to hearing more from you. Ah, well, anytime. You can call me anytime. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you for listening to the latest series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. It's our honor to elevate the voices of educators across the country and provide them with a national platform to amplify their message and advocate on behalf of their students and colleagues. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag, hashtag NToy21. That's hashtag N-T-O-Y 
321. Let's keep the conversation going.